Oh, brother. Oh, buddy, oh, boy. Oh, me, oh, my. Hi. That's a bar. <laughs> I've been bleeding like profusely for the last 45 minutes. I think I need stitches. <laughs> like, I, I think this is actually problematic. I should probably turn my phone on airplane mode, Norris, while you're literally doing a podcast. Idiot. Anyways. Hi. Um, I'm actually this episode. This is an episode is talking tough. So I get to shoot it and be random and be myself. I'm always myself, but you guys know what I mean. But if you're listening to this podcast, you're listening to a man who's just giving updates and speaking truth. So <laughs> the last week we were as I'm a basketball player for the Greensboro Swamp. But just be real, North. I am being real. Shut up. Anyways, jumping around. First and foremost, happy holidays, man. Happy Thanksgiving. Belated Thanksgiving. Do we do that? But happy Thanksgiving. I think it's important to, you know, really take time and reflect, especially during that time. Like, huh? Like, no matter if you don't even like your family members, you you kind of think of all the negatives of the stress. Oh, I'm going to have to go back to my family, the stress. What are they going to ask me? Am I locked into my schoolwork? Have I found a wife? Have I found a husband? And you're thinking about, oh, all these examples are what you're going to say to different relatives you haven't seen in a while. I think it's important to know this. Stick to the present. Stick with the family. Stick in that moment because that's what actually matters. Anyways, there's some of us that didn't get to go home and are literally watching FaceTimes of people eating good, laughing. Like, bro, it's so cool to know that even if, you know, you don't have the perfect family life. That I have family life and that it's a different perspective knowing that, okay, I'm away from my family and I'm speaking to me now. I know I'm jumping around. I was just talking to you that you should be grateful of your family, but now I'm talking about me. <laughs> it's a different perspective knowing that I'm over here eating oodles and noodles on Thanksgiving at a hotel with some, uh, I'm not going to be complaining. I told you that I'm not going to keep complaining, but it just wasn't the deluxe. Deluxe Thanksgiving meal that I <laughs> envisioned, you know, every person envisioned. I'm I'm big on holidays. So, you know, when the holidays come and I'm it's just a normal day, it feels weird. So when you're in those times, you start remembering, like, dang, like I should have cherished that last Thanksgiving a little bit. Not saying I didn't, but like I should have really like sat there locked in, saying, talked, played all the board games I could, because literally the next year I'm eating oodles and noodles. Like, what the hell? If you're listening to it, this right now, it's just like, hopefully you cherish that time. And if you didn't, there's still time to say, hey, hey, uh, you know, y'all, that little, that little meal we had last week while we was just chopping it up, baseline conversation. We can run it back this weekend. Ain't nothing stopping us. We can start our own tradition the week after Thanksgiving because we, we wanted to argue and get right. We can get right right now. There's still time. I'm just saying, there's still time. Um, but this week, though, this past week, it was hectic. We've we've not had an off day in a long since I can remember what how to spell off. It's been a while. Um, just traveling from D.C., then coming back, having to practice, then going to Delaware and then playing a game, having practice on Christmas, then going to a Connecticut, then playing a game, then playing a game. And it's like everybody's getting sick at this time. Knock on wood. Jesus Christ. Hey, he's protecting me uh-huh. from the crown of my head to the soles of my feet. I'm every we told. Ain't no demon, ain't no devil, ain't no sickness, ain't no flu gonna get me sick. My d- boy, I should have got a flu shot because God gave you a brain and he gave you flu shots for a reason. 
don't be vulnerable to this season. Everybody, I don't know. I'm saying people falling out like flies on my team. I don't know what's in the water, but I ain't drinking it. I'm drinking that Jesus Lay, that Kool Aid with that little sauce in it. You feel me? But anyways, we had like six players, so we're we're trying to do that. We're trying to play, and then it's like the family thing, and I'm like, man, it's so easy. It's like in my own self, I'm just thinking this through. I'm like, it's so easy to get stuck in this autopilot auto. Okay. We got a game the next day. So we got to, Oh, the, the classic speech. Oh, enjoy this one for the night game tomorrow. Nigga, that's not life though. <laughs> and it's, it's so interesting when I think about this and you know, I'm speaking to you, it's like, if you work a sales job and you're in corporate, this is probably the biggest, uh, the most stressful time there is during the holidays, like, huh? And you're like, okay, I got to put this off. I got to put this in for work, for work, for work, for work. But not knowing like life is passing you by again. I literally didn't have really a Thanksgiving like that. And I'm thinking like, wait, are we all doing this wrong? Yes. It's good to strive for the things that we want. And God's given us abilities and it's on us to cultivate, to grind, to, you know, go towards those. But if we can never stay present and you know, live a full life, a fulfilled life of everything, you know, our talents, but our family, what actually matters? Huh? Like, what am I doing? You know, I'm stressed, stressed, stressed. You shouldn't be stressed over this when, you know, you haven't tapped in with your family and different things. I don't know. I'm speaking aloud. Obviously on Thursdays, I get to do this. But if you're like me and you're just like, whoa, you, it's good that you're aware of the feeling because I'm aware, honestly, it's like, okay, I'm going, I'm grinding, but like, wait, this isn't life. I'm aware of that thought, that mind bully in my head coming up saying, just do this, just do this, forget everything, just do this. And then you start stressing about just doing this. And then you start trying to add and subtract on how I can get to there. And because you're in that autopilot zone, you're in that small little community of people that just travel and hoop. And, but that's only a version of who you are. It's just a variation. God gave you so many talents in life and family. It's so, I don't know. It's so annoying. And it's it's hard to have those conversations with people in that autopilot, just like you, because they're like, what do you mean? This is what we do. Like, this is how it is. But this isn't that's not life. And it's I don't know. It's hard to kind of relay that and see that in those times because you're so used to just pounding the pavement, pounding the pavement, because one, that's either how everybody in that life does it or two. You want to get to a place and those people at that place saying, well, I grinded it out. This is how I do it. OK, success looks like totally different things sometimes, just like coaching. There's different coaching styles that breed success. Life success in the way I am can look different than the way you deem success and we can get there in different ways. So it's I don't know. It's so interesting. I just think a lot of people in those not only a sports environment, like an autopilot, a locked in environment, it's so like a fixed mindset that we got to grind it out, do this. And it's just like, we're, if you don't have it, then you don't got, it. I don't know. I'm just thinking this through, but it's like, why don't we turn to a growth mindset? Like, okay, we can actually grow not only in our games, but grow as people grow in our mindset, grow in like change, pivoting from this, grind it out, go, go, go. And even the coaching, like I had this week, actually, during the game, one of the games, I had a conversation with one of the coach. It was like a heated one. But I was just like, I, basically, we were down. We we're coming back in the game. And I felt um, like one of the coaches, he addressed one of our younger guys in a manner that 
wasn't kind of indicative of, you know, what we were trying to do. We're literally coming back. We have six guys. Like, I don't think it was the moment for this coach to kind of get on this player, like in the manner that he did. Granted, I shouldn't have did that in that manner because it's almost like I'm telling him how to do his job, whether I know it or not consciously or subconsciously, what it looks like. And for me, it's just like, nah, we, (laughs) I don't, I don't see this hierarchy thing here. I see respect level and that's it. But this hierarchy, no, I think we're all coworkers. That's the way I see it. We're coworkers. We're working to get this job done. We're working to win. There's nobody higher than anybody else. So it's just like, I deemed it as you're getting on this player. Like we're trying to win. Like you got to take in everything in account. Yeah. You want him to do this one thing, but think about it. Be behind his shoes. He probably tired. He probably literally like it's no subs. Literally like we're finally coming back. Literally there's so many, you know, different ways to go about it. And I think even coaching, it's not just on, well, that's how I was coached or well, that's how I've seen success coaches. Nah, coaching is fluid. If you have a coach with a fixed mindset of this is how it was done. This is what I've seen. This is it. And it's, it's always like in, in flux, in fighting, like the players wrong, the players wrong, the players defiant. No, actually we all need to change here. Not just you, but the player as well. And it's learning how to communicate. That's what gets it by. I had a conversation with him. I was like, I get it. Like you, you, I'm not trying to tell you how to do your job. You study the game, you know, the game, you breathe the game, you work the game. I was wrong in doing that in that manner because of you. Obviously, egos are at play. If you grind all week, you do a scout all week, you know what should be done. And then somebody on the team is like, don't say it in the manner. Like, you ain't studied all week like I do. I get it. So I was trying to disarm that. And for me, it, it had nothing to do with the ego. It had something to do with the team. Like, not only to him, his relationship with that player, but other guys see that. Other guys feel that. Other guys are like, dang, like, bro, we got six dudes. Like, we we trying here. Like, well, they're pros too. I don't know. It was just, it was just a run in. And my whole thing was communication. And it, I'm using this as a point of contact, tact, spit it out. And, and just to give a greater meaning behind communication, there's a lot of people going through things in their lives. And we all have, I believe, like, similar values. I think my values from the next man is honestly not that different as a person. Work hard, strive, persevere, the cooperation, courage, everything. But our beliefs, and again, I say this, beliefs are like contact lenses to how we see life and how we view things. Am I going to get mad at somebody because they don't wear the same brand of lenses that I do, that they didn't come from the same background? No. Like there's different ways. And the one thing that people have a problem with, and it's the ego, it's the mind, believe everything power bias, changing their beliefs. <laughs> Don't mess with their beliefs. This is the way I say it. This is the way it is. That, that, that. No, actually, we can have a conversation about this is how I felt. This is how they felt. We could look at the facts. We could look at the environment. We could look at, you know, past experiences, how this has played out in the past with this situation. And we can come to our own conclusions. I think if you're listening to this podcast, and either you're you've been communicated to in a manner that you didn't actually like and or you're communicating to somebody in a manner that they don't respond well to. This is speak and to take a step back and look at what you can change or alter in the situation. It's like you look at yourself and say, what do I actually want to accomplish? Do we want victory? Do we want to win? OK, yes, we do. Do I want to get this player to the next level? OK, yes, I do. 
okay, so how is a way that I can get him to not only do that, but again, I'll, I, and I said this too, not to jump all over the place. Yes, to jump all over the place. I'm Lawrence. Management and leadership are different. <laughs> Management is, okay, I can bark orders. You're going to do this. I'm a manager. That's it. You're good at barking orders. That's what I think management is. But leadership is different. How can you inspire those results, influence those results, galvanate a vision? And how can you get those guys, those players, that team, all those people to rally around that vision that you have that they can't even see? Sometimes as a leader, you're the only one that can see this leader and you almost have to influence without authority. It's not the old days where we going to run. <laughs> we going to run the track until you do this. Yeah, they're going to run the track and they're going to be gone on your dumb ass. And checked out on your dumb ass. Then you say, oh, we had bad players. We just had bad defiant kids. No, you had bad coaching powered by a bad ego powered by uh, me, me, me. This is the way it was done for me. No, I think, again, just as life, it's like coaching It's fluid, fluidity. And it it's so tough to get that to people's head because it's like, well, this coach of this, this is how they coach. So we can coach like that, bro. Just because people have seen success doing that. One, there's so many things in play, the talent that they had, the stage that they were in, the ages of the people, the mindsets. If your style, if you're a leader or ahead of anything, if you're not producing or you're not getting great feedback from the people that you're leading, I don't think it is a problem (laughs) to actually look inside yourself and say, "Okay, what can I do differently? How can I get these people to respond? Because if it's just combative, you will never get your goal anyways. I think the greatest leaders, they're humble and they're like, OK, I actually don't have the answers, but let me learn this person again. I always I always say this and maybe it's wrong. I think the best coaches, in my opinion, or coaching, in my opinion, or just leadership, it's about relationships. And it's crazy. It's almost like I think I'm crazy because when I have these conversations with coaches, they don't see it. When I have this conversation at Amazon with coworkers, a lot of them don't see it. And it's just like, dang, am I the only one? Is it, is it about relationships? Do I have to be buddy, buddy? I'm not saying be buddy, buddy, but again, I do think I'm thinking and saying this again, I'm studying, I read in my life experiences. It's about relationships. One thing about this podcast that is enlightening is the conversations that I have with people And then the thing that I realized is literally we're similar. We're literally all similar, different backgrounds. We're all similar. I think God has given me, given me a gift. And that's why I'm trying to steward it with having conversations with people, digging into their backgrounds, because I can have a conversation with anybody. And I'm I'm like, wait, we are literally all similar. This friend or this person might think I'm crazy or this person is crazy that I talk to, but I'm like, Um, you guys don't know that you guys have similarities. I have so much of that in my life where people's like, wait, who is that? Or yeah, it's just, I'm just like, bro, the more conversations we have, we can find common ground. If you're listening to this podcast, you just listen to me ramble and babble about literally me getting cut and I'm bleeding profusely. And I didn't even explain why. Basically, I just had a podcast episode. I'm so grateful, so thankful and so excited over that. And one, I did it in person. I usually use the Rodecaster Pro 2 that I broke and I still haven't uh, uh, sent in for uh, warranty. I don't think one, because I bought it from a third party. Two, because we've been gone on the road and I haven't had a chance to do it. Anyways, I have this other audio interface that I use. It's called the Focusrite and it only had one XLR input. So 
my guests came. I'm like, dang, I don't want to take all their time. She took me to Best Buy. We came back. I bought a new mic. I'm going to return it because I I just needed it for a day, baby. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) That's how it is. Anyways, at the end of the episode, the episode went well. I used a knife to open the new mic that I bought. So me scrambling, my mind is going, my notes are everywhere. The knife was in the couch, flipped up. And so when I'm getting up off the couch, I cut my finger on the knife. And as I'm speaking right now, I had it drenched in a damp, wet paper towel. And as I slip my fingers up, I'm literally bleeding like there's blood on the keyboard. And it's been over an hour. I think I need stitches. I think I need stitches. So um, if any of you guys listening to this is a doctor, um, I don't know, because by that time it'll be late. Another thing I did want to say to a close here is I did something really cool. Um, I did this. I was involved in this telethon, this 12 hour telethon with Hope Booth, the Hope Booth. It's like a hope a thon basically spreading stories of hope, whether it's people coming on and share their stories, whether it's just encouraging messages. The hope booth is really basically it's a creative kind of phone booth. And they did these things where they're setting up these phone booths all over the country and they're really just instilling hope. You could literally walk up to the phone booth, listen to four minutes of somebody just pouring life into you, speaking life into you and is changing people's lives in the, in this description. I'll post a link to the 12 hour Hopeathon that I was in. You don't have to watch the whole thing, but I do think it's really cool what they're doing. You could donate if you click that link and you can see me in there. I think I'm at, I'll put the hour at where I'm at. I literally didn't watch it because whenever it's things like that, it's weird. I don't want to listen to myself. I was being serious. I went OD. I'm grateful. They said that mine was their favorite or whatever, but it wasn't about that. It was just, I don't know. I take things like that serious. So, I don't know. Watching back, I don't want to listen to that back because I was literally locked in on that story. So if you if you like that and you listen to that and you watch that, that's really cool. I really appreciate it. If you don't (laughs) teach his own. (laughs) I don't care about you either. Hey, no, obviously I do. We're friends. But till the next one talking tough, I don't ever close out with an intro or outro. So I'm not going to do it here. Bye.